Alright, hello everybody and welcome back to the Bill for the Outdoors podcast. My name is Nick. And I'm Hunter. No Jimmy today. He had uh, some stuff going on. We won't get into it, but <laughs> he'll, he'll be, he should be back next week. <laughs> we had three of us for one episode. That was all, that was that was all the more we got two, out of it. Two for 17. Yeah. Or 18, however many this this would be 18, I think. Yeah, this Two is 18. This is 18. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just got to start getting the schedule and just doing it that day, 100%. We're, we're getting there, though. Yeah. Progress. Now that turkey season's over, it'll be a little bit easier. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. No turkey well, season. Turkey. PA's still going. You got to yeah, ne- for another th- four days. Next Tuesday. We're winding down. Our, uh, our content here is going to be slim. We're going to have to start fishing hard. Yeah, start fishing hard, and I'm going to be doing more work on the food plot, so get some of that on video, and then working with the dog and all that stuff. Ready for that smallmouth fishing. Oh, yeah. Head to the creeks. You haven't had good experiences every time we went. I haven't. I've just taken my poles for a walk. <laughs> I promise this section's good. I had that. I had that big drum on the last time. Oh, I, yeah, I forgot. Big, I forgot about that. It was just a brief moment of excitement, though, and then I was back to where I normally am. Yeah, no yeah. snags though. No, no snags. You're doing better than Jimmy. Now we. Now you're here. We can go to some in some other spots too. Full time. People. People really shouldn't know about those spots. At least you know people that I talk to don't smallmouth fish. But I've I've lived here for 22 years and I never knew that you could smallmouth fish around here. I didn't either until about four years ago. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. But I mentioned it to my dad and he knew, he knew what I was talking about right away. So I guess it might be a little more well known than. Yeah, there's I there's there's times you go down there and you can see footprints in the, you know, on the river, on the banks, but. Yeah, well, let them, they ought to be spawning right now, so we'll let them get that, and then uh, then here in middle of June we can get after them. There we go, I'm in. Alright. Well, here next weekend I'll be getting some fishing content, going up to camp, do some fly do some fishing. trout fishing? Yeah. I thought about going this weekend. Haven't decided yet. May, may go out for a little couple hour fish. Better take a GoPro with you so we get some content. I could, I could do that. I might not catch anything though. Uh, you, you either you have it on, you don't catch anything. You have it on and catch a whole bunch. That's true. It's hit or miss. Yeah, that's how it was weekend before last. But you know, well, we're not here to talk about fishing though. <laughs> we got, got more exciting stuff. We got some turkey hunts to talk about. A few. Yeah, we got a few. You were the well, actually, I was the most recent one after the last episode because I went well. It was right before the last episode aired, but it was right after we recorded that. But I'll be short and sweet with it because I went out and didn't hear a single thing. Well, so that's that's my story. I went out and sat and didn't hear one bird. I will say this. Who would have thought that I would hear more turkeys in the afternoon than going out at 5.30 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. Oh, I know. All right. Well, that but, was my story for Tuesday, last Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, so I went out Wednesday. I was working all day. I had to be on some safety Zoom call. And then oh, we, those are always fun. It, it sucked. It really did. But we got done, supposed to be from 9 to 6, and we got done at like 4.30. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out for a little bit. I, uh, I, I could do that too. I could go out when I get off of work, but... Afternoon turkey hunting is a bold choice. Yeah, it is. You're, you're, uh... There's a lot of ch- good chance of you taking your gun for a walk yes. in the woods and not being able to hear anything. Exactly. But it was like 4.30, and I was like, screw it. I'm going to go for a little bit. It was supposed to rain, so I was like, I probably won't even be out long. So if it's too boring, I won't have to sit there and, yeah. and hate it. But Like you do in the morning, because you're like, this one's got to gobble at some yeah. point. And then you're just sitting there waiting. Yeah. But on the last episode, I talked about the couple birds that we called in uh, with my dad. So I went back to the same spot. I knew they were there thought they were still in a group i got done at like 4 30 probably started walking into the woods at five probably got to my spot by about 5 15 or so i would say 
and I just I put up my decoy, sat down, let it calm down for a little bit once I got in there. Threw out a few yelps, probably about 15 minutes after I sat down a couple times. And then I'm sitting there on my phone because I have to find a spot that has service to sit on my phone in case I get bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there on my phone, and all of a sudden I look up this right away, and I just see a gobbler walking right up the right away. And I was like, well, this sucks. I don't have my gun up. And I'm sitting there on my phone. I don't even think I had gloves on at that point because I wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sitting there, and this thing, I first see him. He's probably like 100 yards, never gobbled or anything. Mm. I, this, this would be the fourth time I saw this bird. Never saw him strut. Just just came walking up the hill, never gobbled. And he saw my decoy, but I was sitting in that pine, that pine stand again. And I guess, I don't know if they just don't like the pine stand because it's so open. But, I mean, as soon as they get in there, they're looking for you because they know, they know where you're well, at. Yeah, it's, it's open, and they can hear the call, and they're like, she should be right here. Yeah, Why like, can't I see it? So, I mean, as soon as they get right to the edge, they're looking in there, and they, they would think that they can see you. So I put out this decoy because I didn't the last time, and I thought I had him. I thought I had him on a string. I, the decoy is probably 30 yards in front of me, and the gobbler walked in probably about... I want to say 10 or 15 yards behind it, but I didn't have my gun up, and I was waiting for him to get behind a tree so I could take a shot at him. And he starts to turn away, and I was like, well, if I'm going to shoot, this is my chance. Mm. So I, I, I kind of rush it, and I shoot. I thought I hit it. It kind of looked like he dropped like down to his, I guess, turkey's on knees, but it kind of looked like he dropped to his belly, I guess. Yeah. And But then he gets up and starts running and flies. Mm. And I'm like... If you did was, get him, it was just a couple pellets, yeah. and they weren't in the sweet spot. Yeah, probably on his wing or something, maybe. Yeah. But and I sit there, and I, I think I was so mad at myself, I started punching my knee, and I think I bruised my knee and my hand because <laughs> it hurt so bad for, like, the next week. But then I get up because I want to go look and see if there's any blood, and my phone starts ringing, and I'm hunting by myself. Mm. And it's my dad, and my dad never calls me. Yeah. Not never, but... Like, usually after work or stuff, I won't talk to him until I get home. And he calls me, and I'm like, what the heck is he calling me for right now? And he's like, did you get one? I was like, what do you mean, did I get one? He's like, I'm back here where we normally sit, because this is the spot we normally go to ourselves. And he's like, I'm a couple hundred yards behind you. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was walking down the trail, and within two minutes of me sitting down, whenever I got here, all I heard was boom. And I was like, <laughs> I was like well, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was so upset and I was like I was like do you think I should go look for it because I thought I hit it and I saw him fly but I didn't know how far he flew and I was like do you think I should go look for it and he was like no you know there's other birds in here so I'd just I'd sit back down and and stick it out for a little bit because you know there's other ones mm, yeah. I was like I was like I really don't want to but I guess if you say so because I mean t afternoon hunting is already tough and I was like, I just rifled a shot through these, this pine stand. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way another turkey comes in here. <laughs> so, and I was like, well, I guess I'll sit back down. You can come up here if you want. And he's like, no, I'll just hang back here. I don't want to come barging up there. So that was probably, after all that happened, it's probably about 545, 6. And I'm sitting back down. And the, the right away is up on my left. And then it comes like into a corner, into a field that's on my right. And... Then the field drops down, and there's a guy's house that my dad knows, and then there's a bunch of field behind his house, and I heard something, and I was like, I swear that that was a gobble, but it was like so far away that I couldn't really tell, and sure enough, this thing just starts gobbling every 30 seconds. Oh, really? He got fired <laughs> up. It wasn't for me. There were a bunch of crows going, oh, okay. but my dad said that he thought he heard it, so he started calling, but he was so far away, I couldn't hear him, so I guess he was gobbling at my dad. But as soon as I started hearing him, I, I started cutting at him and yelping. And you could just hear him getting closer and closer. And probably after about five or so calls, he got within like 100 yards up on top of this hill hill in the field in front of me. And I was like, he's coming. And I just, I couldn't see him yet. And sure enough, he gobbled right on top of the hill, probably like 100 yards in front of me. Yeah. And then I could just see him come walking down the hill. Never saw him strut either. Mm -hmm. I've seen these birds four times now. And never saw him strut, but this one had a Jake with him, so it was the same group. They just split yeah. up. The one gobbler split up. Okay. And sure enough, he comes walking down. Probably he doesn't get far in the pine stand either. Probably about five yards into the tree line, and then he starts going back out. But this time I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready this time. I wasn't missing. And then 
and then he called me he's like you better not have missed that time i was like no i got this one (laughs) (laughs) but for an afternoon hunt i mean you saw the video i was pumped i mean i missed i missed the first gobbler was so upset wanted to just leave because i was like there's no chance another turkey comes so if it wasn't for my dad i probably would have left there and just went home and packed it in for the day but sure enough that turkey got fired up and he came right in i mean it wasn't even an hour after i shot too see now you're making me want to go sit tomorrow after i get off work i mean (laughs) if if you know where they're if you know where they're roosting you're gonna have a chance i don't know exactly where they're roosting they roost in a different spot every night yeah but i mean even if it's just on even if you just know their path a little bit yeah like down here it's where i hunt just right over the hill Mm -hmm. down here you could probably if you see it if you get like head out that way yeah you can see the pipeline on the far hillside and they've completely changed their pattern from last fall to this spring yeah and what they usually do every spring they just completely changed it for whatever reason i have no idea but I have, you know, there's there's areas where I walk in the woods and you see all the scratching yeah. and everything like that. And you kind of like, okay, you know, maybe go here. But you don't know what, I have no idea where they're going to be at a particular yeah. time of the day. And there's only one way in. So there's a fair chance of me blowing them out too. Yeah, if if happen. they're even on that property. Yeah. They don't roost on there. Once in a blue moon they'll roost because there's like a pond in the back. And there's a hillside. We own part of that hillside going out of the pond. They'll roost on that hillside sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or they'll go across the valley and up the other side, and I can't hunt over there. Well, with five days left, or however many, what is it, a Tuesday? Yeah. I think it ends next Tuesday, doesn't it? Yeah, next So I guess Tuesday. we got a week. Yeah. With a week left and tags to fill? Yeah. I'd give it a shot. Yeah. But these, I don't, you might be able to see it in the picture whenever this is uploaded, but these birds i don't know if like they're they're together in the morning and then they split up but the one i killed was fighting i mean it's missing it was missing half of a couple of its tail feathers so whenever i opened up the fan you could you could like see where they broke off the one i got this year is like broke off there was one or two of them that are broke off like halfway up yeah that's how mine were but i know i didn't shoot him off because he wasn't strutting mine wasn't like that either and they weren't laying there like where he flopped yeah. around or anything like that. I don't know if just something grabbing them or maybe because you you watch them fight. They don't really like. I mean, maybe the when they go to kick up their spurs, they might like land on their tail and break one of the yeah, feathers or something like that. But it was weird though because I I knew I didn't shoot him off. I mean, he was turned away from me, but I he he was never strutted. So yeah. But I mean, that was. That was probably in my top three hunts of all, turkey hunts of all time. <laughs> maybe maybe number one, but definitely in the top three. It was just crazy how it all happened. Never would have expected to kill one. But it goes to show you, never never back out if you know they're there. Yeah, and you know it's never a bad time to be sitting out there. No. And I still got a tag. You're not going to get an opportunity sitting in the house. That is very true. Or sleeping in. Yeah. I've done it a couple times this season already. Talking about Jimmy, <laughs> and and uh, he went out Monday and forgot his phone. Probably for the better. <laughs> we we didn't get a million Snapchats. Yeah, it was kind of weird though, not getting any. Yeah, he did pretty good Sunday morning. He only sent the one, I think. How'd that How'd that hunt go? I know me and you went out Saturday. Kind of yeah. got some fired up, but yeah. Well, let's go and let's go in 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 order here. So yeah, me and you went out Saturday morning. We went out in the middle of BFE. <laughs> we were we were going in blind. It yeah. was it was essentially going in blind. Yeah. But uh yeah, we went into BFE. Hunter sends me a pen to go to <laughs> and I go to this pen and I know where this pen's at, like I know the area. Mm-hmm. Not well enough to know that if it's you know public land or not but i get there and i'm like there's somebody's house right here and a well pad and i'm like there's no way so then i clicked the there was a link and then a pin yeah yeah that it sent and when i clicked the pin that was the first place it sent me huh so then i clicked the link and it was on the game lands and i'm like okay and i'm like 
crap. He said to meet at 5.15. It's 5.15. I got 15 minutes before I could get there. It was okay, though, because, I mean, I had I had about 40 miles worth of gas left. <laughs> and I tried to get to the gas station right at 5, and sure enough, they weren't open. So I was running late. So we were going into this spot blind. We were both showing up way after daylight, basically not knowing where to go. Yeah. We just start. So we start walking up this hill, up this you know path that they haven't mowed yet. So it's knee high grass and wet and wet. <laughs> I mean, soaking wet because it's cl- crystal clear morning and it's hot. <laughs> it was it was ninety degrees Saturday and it was like seventy in the morning and we start walking up this hillside. Get up on the top of the hill. I think we called at the top of the hill a couple of times. Yeah, n- didn't not, get didn't nothing. Hear anything. So then we start walking a little further down. We walked down the other side and called and then heard. It was either one or two gobblers. Yeah, definitely one. Maybe a Jake. There might have been a Jake. In yeah, there. one kind of sounded a little funky. But uh, so they were down across the road and up on the other side on private land. Who would have guessed that? <laughs> And uh, so we sat down. We found a little pine. No, I wouldn't really call it a thicket, but a little pine grove, you know, maybe 20, 30 yards mm-hmm. wide and fairly long. But we sat down in there, and they're gobbling. It was light. I yeah, mean, it, it was, I mean, it was close to 6, 6 in the morning, I'd say. Yeah. Which is pretty late now. Yeah, and we were calling, and they were answering, and then the hens started kind of really lightly calling down in there, and. And then all of a sudden they just shut up. I'm like, well, they must have been on the roost still. And that's about par for the course right now. Yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. this time of year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, we sat there for probably another half hour probably. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. After, after, we, after we quit hearing the gobbles and so then we packed everything up and started walking out around this ridge, kind of working back towards the truck. And uh, we were walking uh, found an old chair (laughs) (laughs) somebody's makeshift deer stand yeah it was just like one of those fold-up chairs you know just sitting against a tree and it had been there a few years and it was looking straight up the hill (laughs) yeah looking straight up the hill like if somebody were to shoot something up there it'd be skyline Mm -hmm. but uh that's pennsylvania for you (laughs) pennsylvania public land at least yeah so i set i set my gun down i set the camera down i'm going over to this chair to you know take a picture of it take an artsy picture of it and and across the road from us we hear a gobble <laughs> and we're like oh you know he's not that far away he's probably 300 yards and this this was gobbling by himself too he got fired up alone yeah he was we didn't call or nothing so then i call a couple times and bam he answered right back probably like four times in a row too i think it was he kept yeah i th- i think i called he gobbled and then we busted butt to get out to where we can get across the road and kind of head his direction where it wasn't going to mm-hmm. be such a well we were like halfway out to where we were going to cut down the road at and i called again and it sounded like he was closer he did sound close he, was, he had moved down the hill he was kind of like on this ridge going up and he sounded like he had moved down the ridge yeah so we're like oh you know and then we dive off the road and start up this hillside and this godforsaken just <laughs> choked with rose bushes and autumn olives and you just couldn't walk through so we were like you know poking and prodding trying to get through and then we call and he doesn't answer we're like oh my are you kidding me after we put in all this work to yeah, climb up I mean, freaking we, mount yeah, everest yeah yeah mount everest through the jungle and you know so we're like uh you know do we go back down to the bottom do we you know, then we kind of work around and kept poking, and finally we found a way through and up into where the ridge started to dive back down. But then right there, we were at the property line. We couldn't go any further. Yeah, we were. our decoy was, like, right on the property line. Yeah. But to be fair, the guy didn't have it marked. Yeah. And we were we were using our best judgment yeah. on where well, the line we were was. using the GPS, and it kind of gets you close when you don't have phone service. So we were being a little conservative with it, but so we sit down or we weren't even sat down yet. And I tried calling. Yeah. And he finally answered. He cut me off. Yeah. He cut you off a, a couple, couple of times. Yeah. A couple of times. We're like, oh, you know, he's fired up. 
and then so we get a decoy set up and we get set up you know sat down up against a tree got a camera out ready i call again he answers again and it sounded like he moved down the hill more he's i thought he was coming i thought he was coming too so call a little bit more he answers a couple more times and then he just he just shuts up and then and then we're just sitting there after he shuts up we probably sit here for about 30 minutes again i would say once yeah. he's done gobbling and there's only about two paths that something could come in to this decoy on. Yeah. Because it's so thick, and we barely found an opening. And on the one path, all I see is this, like, dark spot just move. And I'm like, Nick, Nick, he's right here. I know. And <laughs> where I was sitting at, my leg had fallen asleep. So I was like, I moved the camera out, and I'm, like, laying on my side just trying to get blood flow <laughs> back into my leg because we had been sitting there for a while. And then I hear Hunter goes, he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm like, what's coming? He's like, a turkey. He's like, I'm pretty sure it's a turkey. I'm like, can I get, like, set back up? He's like, hey, you're good. And then I get set up, and I point the camera. I'm like, where is he at? He's like, it's a deer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, my God. It was so exciting, though. I just saw his ear, and it was just dark coming through yeah. the thicket. And I was yeah. like, there's no shot. And I got so excited because I was like, there's no way that this turkey just came all the way over here. And then I just I saw its white tail go start swinging in the bushes and i was like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> there was a brief moment of excitement yeah and then that was pretty much it yeah and sure enough that turkey was on private property too yeah also across the road yeah well we got to the other side of the road with him but he had to come down and across the hayfield that was probably 50 60 yards wide and pretty high and, i think yeah, it was pretty high yeah and up the ridge or up this hillside towards us we were asking a lot of that turkey, yeah. but but there was a lot of excitement. We yeah. at least heard oh, yeah, some gobbles. Yeah. yeah, we were in the game for a little bit at least, and it was better than my Tuesday. Yes. So I was I was happy, I was happy enough. And then at that point, it was already probably eighty degrees. We had to oh, go back yeah. through the thicket, and I was just like, "We're calling it." <laughs> yeah, and we walked back up the road, and yeah, we're done. Yeah, and but. Then, and then I had to go mow grass. Or that did sounds, you have anything else to? Yeah, I went to Sandcastle. You went to Sandcastle. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to go mow grass. You know, it was blistering hot. And I'm inside in a cutoff and shorts, you know, and wearing my hay dudes. And I'm standing out there, and down below the house here, I hear a bird gobble. I'm like, what the heck? You know, it's like 10:30, maybe even 11. I'm like, why is he calling? So I'm like. I, you know what? I'm just going to grab my mouth call. It's sitting here in my truck. I was loading the tractor up. And I grabbed my mouth call, and I cut it on it a couple times, and he fired right back. So I'm like, I said, I got my T-shirt and shorts on. I said, let me just grab my gun and just kind of sit here behind a tree. And I called one more time. He answered, and then that was it. Maybe you need to get behind your house a shot one morning. Just right here at the edge of the field is the yeah. property line. I can't go down into the woods down there. You can just sit on your back porch and call. Maybe it'll come up in the yard. <laughs> That's the closest I've heard them all year. They're usually like four or 500 yards down in the they, hollow. Those people won't give you permission to hunt down there? Mm -mm. Did you Have you asked? No, I haven't asked, but other people have asked. No. And they got people that pay to hunt out there. And mm. That's they, not they shoot They shoot deer and leave them lay. That's the biggest scheme ever. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, probably you can do whatever money, you want, yeah, but pretty but, lame. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got a place to hunt right down over here that just as good. Uh, so yeah, that was Saturday. Then Sunday, me and me and Jimmy went out. He was sending me all this stuff the night before. He's like, he's like, I know where the turkeys go. I know where the turkeys I go. I remember that. He sent a video of that Tom walking to the roost. I'm like, I'm like, all right. I said this is gonna be good. I said, all right, Jimmy, I said, you're the guide this morning. I said, you tell me where to set up. You tell me everything. I said, I'll call because I can't stand to listen to you call. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like his hen has, the hen he's trying to portray has strep throat. To be fair, though, it's not so much, I think, cadence is the word I'm looking for. But yeah. It's more of the pattern you call in. Yeah. Because they all, some of them sound awful. There's some that sound really Jimmy, good. Jimmy sounds exceptionally awful, though. <laughs> but sometimes a different call can get him fired up. Yeah. Get him a little excited. So, so I, I told him, I said, I said, you're the guide. I said, I'll call. I said, but you tell me where to set up and everything like that. So we go and it's like 530, something like that. I, I owl hoot 
don't hear nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, what the heck? Jimmy's like, let's just set up in this field, set the decoy out in the middle of the field, and and you just sit in the woods line and just listen. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know. So he puts he puts himself up against a nice big, you know, cherry tree, and mm-hmm. I'm up against couple Russian olives that are like that. They're like three of them stuck together. My feet are uphill. My legs are falling asleep. And so we're sitting there and it's, it's getting, it's starting to get light. Granted, you know, looking back where these birds are, we're on a north, north facing. Mm-hmm. So the sun's going to hit them later. Yeah. So they weren't, I think that's why the birds Saturday morning weren't gobbling as early. That could be Because they were on the dark side of the hill, you know, where the sun yeah. doesn't hit. Or I guess it'd be the west side in the morning, but uh, uh, or, yeah. So I'm sitting there, and you know, I, it's it's starting to get light, so I just do like a little light calling, mm-hmm. and then it's just bam, 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 bam. There's like three or four of them up on this opposite hillside. So where we're at, there's like a pond, yeah, down the bottom, and then it kind of goes up onto a ridge and flattens out up there, and there's a field up there. And these birds were like halfway up this this hillside. And like I said, there was four of them, maybe three Toms and a Jake, because mm-hmm. one of them kind of sounded shitty. Yeah. But, so I'm calling their answer. I'm calling their answer. I'm calling their answer. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to just do like a fly down cackle, you know. Mm-hmm. And I start beating on the grass because there's no leaves. So yeah. I just beat on the grass to make it sound like it. And uh, and they're still all fired up. They're fired up. And then I hear we hear a hen down in the bottom. Mm. So I'm like, okay. You know, what's she going to do? And it sounds like she's getting closer to us. Mm-hmm. It keeps coming, it keeps coming, it keeps coming. And the next thing I know, probably 70 yards, I see her. So it's like we had we were in this cut. There was a cut field in front of us, and then there was like a strip of grass or a strip of real tall grass. Yeah. And then another cut field. And she was right on the other side of the tall grass in the cut field and just yelping her head off. And those birds are hammering back every yeah. time every time she calls so we're like oh, I'm, I'm not making another sound they'll come to her let the, let the hen do the work you know and then for what reason i have no idea it's like i said she's standing on the other side she can't see us yeah she just flies over top of her heads <laughs> why i have no idea she's that's, just, that's really weird she's no putts like she was scared of anything she just said you know what I'm gonna be over there right now. Yeah. So then she just picks up. Never fly. Yeah. Except, I mean, to roost and get out of roost. Yeah. So she's just like, I'm gonna be over there. So she just flies right over top of her head, and then the birds shut up. I think there was another hen over there with them. You can kind of barely hear it. So then we kind of sat there for a little bit, and we're like, I guess make a move on, try to get up on their level Mm -hmm. on that hillside and uh call a couple more times and they don't answer so then we start working up into the woods once we get past the pond and i'm calling and it's it's fairly thick in there too mm-hmm. I, I just do some yelps and don't hear anything so i start cutting like real hard like doing you know, yeah yeah take them off a little bit yeah and then all of a sudden they fire off and they sound like they're 80 yards uh-huh. away it's like, okay, you know, we get set up up high, looking down to where I think they're at. And then we hear anything else. So I'm like, what the heck? So I, I cut again, and it sounds like they're moving further down. Like, yeah. like in the direction we were sitting that morning. <laughs> so I said to Jimmy, I said, I said, all right, let's go. I said, they're going to keep calling. You just kind of really lightly call them while we're walking down through the woods, just make it sound like it's turkey heading towards them. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, after me yelling at him so many times about being the loudest walker in the woods, now he's not as loud, but he's just so slow. I don't know how many times I looked over my shoulder and he's like 20 yards above me. Slow's better than loud. I know, but we're trying to get in front of these turkeys. We're trying to catch up to them. And I'm calling, so it sounds like we're turkeys, you know, mm-hmm. coming down through the woods. And I just keep looking over my shoulder, and he's like 20 yards behind me. So I'm like waving my arm. I'm like, let's go, let's go. And we get down to almost the edge of the pond. Like there's this field on the upper side of the pond. And I spook a hen. 
I didn't hear any other turkeys spook. Yeah. Did it putter or anything? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> she was like... Yeah. And then takes off out of there. But I didn't hear any other birds running. Yeah. And uh, so then that was it. We heard yeah, not The not putts might have been enough to... Yeah. And we heard not another gobble. And I'm like... You could see up in the woods where we set up the first time. There was just scratching yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. But... I was like, man, we should have been up in here. But thinking back on it now, it's like, you know, there was a hen on here, over here. The gobblers were right here. There was another hen here. Could have spooked them. And going there in. was no way of us getting up around them. Yeah. And still being on the property that we could hunt without blowing those birds out. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It seems like you probably took the best chance you had, Adam. I told Jimmy, I said, you're never guiding me again. I said, I'll call the shots from now on. <laughs> You were on some, though. I mean, it's better than not hearing anything. Yeah. Which were, is usually how it goes. Yeah. And they were fired up. I thought for certain. Once they heard those hens coming our way. Yeah. The Especially hen coming the our one way. right in front of you. Well, when she was coming, I thought she was going to bring the toms with them. Yeah. You know? That's how I killed my bird last year. I I went into this spot blind and because somebody was in the spot that I actually wanted to go to. And I'm walking up this this road on game lands that they that they cut out, and I hear a I hear one gobble probably like 150 yards in front of me, and I just sat down there, and I start calling to it. And then this hen starts yelping in the tree probably 80 yards from me, so I just start calling to the hen and mimicking the hen, and it ticked her off. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, she she started. That's, that's how I killed my bird here last year. Yeah, I just start mimicking the hen, and yeah. they get very very upset, and she just started cutting at me. And sure enough, she brought the the gobbler right to me. Yeah. I mean, he was gobbling on his own. But, I mean, sometimes you just got to call to the hen. And That's my PA bird last year. So I set up in the morning, you know, and the gobblers were like three-quarters of the way up this hill on a property I can't hunt. Yeah. Three-quarters of the way up this hill. And then, like, it must have been, like, right over the ridge from them. There was another hen. Mm-hmm. And I think there was somebody hunting up there, too. Because... Mm-hmm. You could tell the difference between a real hen and a person calling. Yeah, you can you can tell a person pretty clearly after you hear a real hen. Yeah. So and then this hen starts calling. So I just I ignored the gobblers. There was four of them up in the same tree. Mm-hmm. And whatever it was that morning last year, it was cold. I remember opening day last year. It was like in the thirties in the morning, and it was just like going through the ridges. You could hear like. The bird way far away would gobble, then another bird would gobble, then another bird would gobble, then another bird would gobble, and then the four in the tree that I was calling to would gobble. Yeah. But I'm calling to this, I'm talking to this hen. The hunter on the other side, he's just talking to the toms. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm not even, I don't even care about the toms in the tree. But I had a decoy out on the pipeline in the open, and next thing I know, these gobblers pitch out of the tree straight at me. <laughs> Two of them fly over my head, and two of them land in front of me, or one lands in front of me, and he kind of like, what the heck? Yeah. And then the second one lands after the first one kind of moved into the woods with a property I can't hunt. Second one lands, he takes three steps. <laughs> that I mean, I'm, if they're gobbling, they're going to gobble to anything. So, I mean, sometimes you yeah. just got to ignore them. Not ignore them, but... Not yeah. call to them instead, instead of or call to the hen instead of them. Yeah, that's. I'm a little upset that it's over. Well, I guess I can go out a couple. Yeah, more we got a week. week. But and then Jimmy said he went out Monday, only heard three gobbles. Yeah. But game lands hunting is hard in general. Is that where you got your bird? So on game, game lands? lands this year? Yeah. 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 on game lands game lands i'm still uh, mad you didn't take me to that spot that's a secret spot <laughs> I, and I, I told you on saturday i said if you want you can come to my secret spot for deer hunting <laughs> i just tell you what bucks you're allowed to shoot yeah i would get the small ones no because i don't want to kill the small ones but game lands hunting is hard to begin with and then you add in the fact that we're in the last week of the season and that makes it even harder because this time you've had 
unexperienced hunters, experienced hunters, people in between, everyone just sending owl, owl hoots at them, tur- yelps at them, probably gobble tubes at them. And uh, did, like, you, did you listen to the episode about my first day, about the first day of PA season here? No. When the people up on the hill, well, directly behind me here, they, the opening morning, they called at 530. <laughs> like, yelping at 530. Yeah. And then didn't hear nothing and they're yelping i'm walking i'm i'm still walking into the woods you know at this point like, yeah because i mean early there. season it doesn't get light till a little later yeah i mean it was light enough for me to see mm-hmm. walking in but it was not time for calling yet and so they call a couple times and then didn't hear any gobbles so then they go woo, woo, woo. i'm like <laughs> oh no <laughs> and i didn't hear another gobble till probably like five minutes before those birds flew down that doesn't surprise me Especially people who haven't hunted before, they yeah. just they look up stuff online and they'll just send everything they can at them, and then the turkeys by the end of the season are like, "Please just leave me alone." Yeah, and then they catch on. I mean, especially after if somebody calls them in and doesn't shoot them a couple of times, they'll catch on pretty quick to what's going on. Yeah, or like the gobbler where I shot at and missed. <laughs> yeah, that that one probably learned. they probably won't be back till next year. The one I missed probably learned too. That was already a smart bird. He knew something was going on every time I saw him. I'm sure you're not the first people that's hunted them. No, or definitely not. It's probably not. not the first time you've hunted those birds either. No, because I mean... you go I, back to that spot all the time. I, I go there pretty often. Well, I can see why. <laughs> every time you go there, you got an encounter with one. It's the only... That's one of the very few spots that... That you have that nobody else has. Yes. But I mean, yeah. there's some other... There's people that know about it, but very few... It's just, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get out to to scout for any this year. Well, you'd be better off next year, and for deer season, I'm ready for deer season, kinda ish. Like I said, you get a vertical bow, a manned bow, and you want you want target practice. When I get these food plots in down here, we got an excess amount of does. I'll shoot a doe with one, or I'll shoot a doe with a bow, not with a rifle. I never shoot a doe with a rifle. I'll shoot one if I haven't gotten one yet. Just because I got to get the numbers down back yeah. here. Requires a lot of work, though. If it was just it shooting does. it, it'd be fun. I know, but I eat the hell out of the deer meat, too, so. Yeah, but that, I'm not even referring to that. Then you got to field dress it. You got to drag it. You got to. I don't have to drag it. Well, I, I got to drag it. <laughs> well, if you shoot one out here. Like I said, I, the doe numbers are already high. And then once I get these food plots put in, they're It'll just going to go. But. Turkey season winding down, so you're putting in food plots, fishing. What yeah, else? Putting in food plots, fishing. I got my bow sighted in this past weekend. Got the sight tape on. I'm gonna use a single pin this year with my new arrows. So I've been once a day. I'll go out and shoot three to six arrows, mm-hmm. just for and the heck of it. Any range from twenty to sixty. It's, you know, I'm not shooting at a deer over thirty with I the like, bow. I like the close encounters. Even yeah, with deer. I'm I'm not shooting a deer over 30 with my bow, but I'll just I'll practice out to 60 so I can get it dialed in at 60 yeah. where it's like 30, no problem. Yeah, you know, that's that's what I want. That's that's the only reason why I practice it that far. But yeah, food plots. Uh, hopefully, here in the next couple of weeks, we we'll get my road put in back to the pipeline so I can actually. It'd be a little easier maintaining the food plots. Mm-hmm. I can actually get the, you know, the quad back in there to spray. Don't gotta carry everything out there. Yeah, I can get the quad back there right now, but get the road put in. It'll be a whole lot easier. Plus, I can get tractor back out there. Yeah, you know, if I need to plow it or re- actually disc it up. Yeah, uh, it'll just make everything a lot easier. Then if you know, go go out there to drag something. It's a whole lot easier to drag it. When there's actually a road instead of, because where it is now, when you drop down into the creek from the house side, I mean, it's like a four foot drop and then you come out a couple feet on the other side. So I got some pipes sitting out here. We're going to pipe the creek and make the road across. Yeah. Anything to make dragging a deer is easier. It's good. The first first deer I killed, I had the, I don't even know how long or how far I had to drag it, but it took me and my dad probably at at least an hour and a half to drag it. We were so far away from the car. Yeah, I if so like where I shot my buck at this year, 
or well last year the neighbor usually lets me he's got a couple roads that a couple dirt roads that go up in there and he'll let me get out on there Mm -hmm. which makes it fairly easy but i can only go so far because otherwise it just goes straight down and i'm not taking my quad on there yeah and uh otherwise i gotta drag it across the creek and that the creek on that side i mean it's probably five foot banks on that creek kind of like what we walked down the other day to do get to that turkey yeah like the part actually going down into the creek where we walked yeah it's like that yeah i wouldn't Mm -hmm. want to drag a deer down that or up it so if i get it up on top there like i said i can get the quad there otherwise i gotta drag it down and across and up on the other side of the creek on the other side of the creek i can get the quad over there yeah to throw it on the rack and drive it out of there i've drug deer out of there before <laughs> it's it is not fun i drug a the doe i got the year before last and that pig was 160 pounds had to be I, I had to drag that thing all the way out it took me two hours i bet that's then where i had to drag her from i was going like over all these down trees and it just makes it so much worse mm-hmm getting hung up on everything it's fun to shoot things but my dad always says the work really starts once you shoot something oh yeah yeah so you can be very selective i'm very selective on how i shoot stuff yeah it's fun to pull the trigger though it is fun to pull the trigger your finger unless gets, you're jimmy your finger gets an itch <laughs> but i mean i don't have anything with turkey season ending i'm gonna try to get out probably one at least one more time i'm gonna say that but there's probably a good chance i don't get out you got saturday and monday and got, tuesday you got friday too yeah i actually think i have off. to work monday though so that kind of stinks but are you really you got work memorial day i think it's yeah. kind of weird it said in the pamphlet it said we had memorial day off but the schedule right now says we have to work mm. so we'll see but i hope i have monday off but i'd like to get out one more time then after that i don't i don't have anything to do i'm a game lance hunter so yeah <laughs> I'll just, eventually I'll start putting out trail cams. <laughs> I told Jimmy, I said, I said, you can come help me with my food plots if you want to come hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're going to help me put that road in, right? He's like, well, like, yeah. I said, well, if you want to come hunt, you better come help me put the road in. I said, I'm giving it to you for free. Yeah. You're allowed to hunt for free. I said, you, you can help me put a road in. Most of the work's going to be done with an excavator anyway. You just need somebody running a chainsaw. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that ready for fishing and then we'll head into the boring time of hunting and fishing season yeah yeah august maybe we can i think we can find some places go do some groundhog hunting maybe try some coyote hunting different places Mm -hmm. back here i've been i've been getting pictures of coyotes on the trail cameras there you go we know they're around i like to say that when i go coyote hunting i go and carry my gun in the woods and sit there and listen to the sounds of dying rabbits and walk back out. <laughs> Don't get I've to never shoot been, it. but I have shot a coyote in deer season. I, I shot at one coyote, and it was while me and Jimmy were turkey hunting last year. I've we never seen it, one turkey hunting. We called it in to us while we were yeah. turkey hunting. But yeah, summer summertime gets a little bit of a of a drag. Other than like you know putting out trail cameras yeah. and going glass and glassing and stuff like that, uh, I was gonna say I got a spot where I like to go glass for big bucks, but this year it'll be up in corn, so it'll be a little tougher mm. to see on the game lands. But yeah, we go out do some scouting. I just like to look at big bucks. So I just so I just go sit places I don't plan on hunting and just <laughs> look at big bucks. <laughs> I like seeing the big bucks in velvet. Yeah, I've... Hopefully I'll get some good ones back here. I've seen that one really, really nice one, probably 140-inch A-point back here during the rut. So hopefully he's he's still around. I didn't hear anything about anybody killing a big buck last year, so... That's good. Hopefully he's still around. I only saw him, saw him twice during the rut, never in bow range. But yeah. hopefully he doesn't live too far away, and once I get these food plots in, maybe I can attract him in. Bring him back in. Yeah. That'd be nice because he looked like a maybe a three and a half year old last year. Yeah. So he's still young. I can only imagine what he'd be this year. Oh my lord. 
I was shaking last year when I saw him. I couldn't even shoot him. Yeah. I mean, he was probably 20 yards away from me. It was just so much thick stuff. Yeah, couldn't get a shot. I couldn't get a shot at him. I tried grunting at him. He didn't even look. <laughs> yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to get start getting stuff ready. Got clear, clear, uh, clear some brush and cut some shooting lanes out of tree stands. Got to put tree stands up. I'm gonna put one one food plot. I'm gonna make like a little kill plot way back up on top of the other side of the pipeline might have to see if i can use the old roads on my on my pap's neighbors down there to get up in there mm-hmm. but yeah i gotta get in and spray these food plots get some of the weeds controlled and when i get when we get done here i'm gonna run down and check and see how we're doing a couple weeks ago when i was out you can see the clover and stuff was starting to sprout. Yeah. I just got to kill out all the other weeds that are beating them. It's progress. You got some good growing weather right now. So Yeah. Yeah, it's been good growing weather since the last time I was out there. So hopefully it'll be, hopefully they'll be taken off. Like mm-hmm. I got, I got some clover, some chicory and alfalfa. And then I sprinkled some oats, oats in there with it. Just kind of holding, you know, it'll, it'll die before deer season comes in like it'll it'll run through its cycle before deer season comes in but just kind of use it as like a little placeholder yeah before i can go in and put the fall stuff in you know like the brassicas and mm-hmm. turnips and the stuff the deer really like to munch on after the first frost hits yeah it's all a learning curve i know nothing about this so neither I do, do i do, so it's all very of, foreign to me i was doing a whole lot of reading trying to find the right the right you know herbicide to spray and where it's not going to kill my clover and stuff without and not not just burn everything but kill certain kinds of plants that i want to get rid of and yeah it's all it's a this is a very steep learning curve in the moment yeah i would have no clue what's going on so i had no idea either you just gotta you just gotta like there's a facebook group i'm part of it's called uh I don't know, food plots for whitetails or something like that. But there's a lot of good information on there. And there's also a lot of people showing off how much money they got. Because you see them in a, out in their big giant John Deere's with a 20-foot disc behind it. It sounds around. right. It's like, oh, I put seven acres of clover in. It's like, I don't even have seven acres to put clover on. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I ran the whole distance of the pipeline, I might yeah. get five acres. But yeah. I don't want that. No, I want no I want that. like really small areas that attract deer to a specific spot where most of the time they're in there they're going to be in bow range. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's summertime it's it's tough, but you know, summertime when it gets warm, that's as long as we get enough rain, that's when the smallmouth are like at the peak. That's what I'm ready for. And Jimmy said he's ready, so. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy's ready to go get snagged. <laughs> <laughs> he's caught more fish than me there, so I can't say anything. That's true, but he's never outfished me, so. Well, he's never outfished me there. At camp this year, for the first time ever, Jimmy outfished me. With a fly rod. With a fly rod. I just don't know what it was, but I just, they were not they were not biting me as much as him <laughs> whatever it is what it is he was finding the honey holes he kept swabbing back and forth at the same spots <laughs> i don't know i was happy he caught that palomino though yeah he was pretty excited about that i've caught two so I'm i think i've caught I've ca- i think i've caught one i can't really remember though yeah i caught well that one there was year before last and then the other one I caught yeah, last year up I remember camp. the one from last year. That was down at the lake down here. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, it was cold that day. And I'm, that was, well, it was 2020 when they opened up the season early. Mm-hmm. And we were planning on going to camp the next weekend because that was when the season was supposed to open. And all of a sudden they're like, you know what, fishing's open. We're like, what the heck, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I'll go out to the lake. I'll do do the power bait and wait. Throw the power bait out there, and I sit and sure enough, one starts biting. And I set the hook, and I'm like, oh, this is big. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the average fish in here. Yeah. 
and reel it in. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that was the first one I ever caught. Yeah, I'll be going up, do some fly fishing this week, and try to go to the catch and release section, get some big ones. There you go. Might It'll be a little be. hook shy. Uh, those ones down there, they don't get pressured near, nope. near as much. Yeah, because you can't keep them. Yeah, that's true. So people just tend to leave them alone. Um, but now the good thing is, you know, it's getting warm out. The bugs will be hatching. Yeah. So do some dry yep. fly fishing. Whenever I went a couple or. I think it was two weeks ago now. There were a lot rising. Yeah. They were coming up every couple minutes. And that's that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Is watching them come up and hit the dry fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good time. I'm ready to go up. Nice relaxing weekend. Got a little more time to do it, so might as well get it in. Yeah, of course now, you know, doing all these hunts, taking hunting trips and stuff and I don't have as much vacation time. A few years ago, we used to take like almost a whole week and just go up there. Yeah. But, you know, now it's just from Friday to Monday, which is still fine. Enough. Yeah. I'd rather be up there than not at all. Yeah. And next year, I'll have an extra week of vacation. So, maybe go up there for more. Or go to Florida, hunt some turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> You probably don't get any vacation time yet, huh? I do. I actually have two weeks. Two weeks and you just started. Days. After 60 days. Dang. I got two weeks now and I've been there for almost five years. Two weeks, my first two years, and three weeks after that. Pretty good gig. I'd say so. You got to have a college degree to go do that? Uh-huh. Oh. A little bit. I think you have to have an associate's degree. Mm. Oh, I'm out then. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, you get them weeks vacation, we'll be able to go on some trips. Hopefully. Go somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying to get Jimmy talked into Kansas at some point. Yeah, money's a hard thing to, to spend. Yeah, it is. Um, But out there you can just sleep in a tent on the yeah. WMAs. You know, yeah. The pay. The only thing you got to pay for is food. And you know, the tag, it's, it's expensive. But it's not as bad as hunting out west. Yeah. Like hunting anywhere hunting out elk, there's expensive. Hunting elk and mule deer and that. They get the Kansas for non residents like a hundred bucks for a license. And then the deer permit's like five hundred. That's not that's a lot actually, I take that back. It's a lot, but you figure like when I was out there, I didn't see a buck smaller than eight point. And not a buck smaller than 120 inches. Did you shoot one? I was out pheasant hunting. Oh. I wasn't deer hunting. You got you to gotta apply for a deer tag out oh. there. You, you pretty much have a like a 90-something percent chance of drawing it, mm-hmm. but you still got to apply, and that's in April. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I didn't see a buck under 120 inches. And I saw a couple that were probably 170. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I'm sure it'd be worth it, but... It's a lot of money to fork up. Yeah, it is. Hopefully. Well, I guess it's a good thing me and Jimmy weren't doing it this year because gas prices. Yeah, that would suck to drive out there. Oh, my God. Hopefully, in a couple years, the gas prices will come back down. And and I think it'd be it's, it's different than hunting here, but I think it'd be a little bit easier because you think of the vast expanses of open ground that's out there. Yeah. Lots of fields, lots of ag fields, and pretty much the only places you have trees are, you know, creek ba- creek bottoms. Yeah. So you figure how much that funnels deer down, the funnels their movement. Yeah. I mean, we were out there pheasant hunting, and I saw rubs on trees that were no shit, like six inches on six inch diameter trees, and bigger. I saw one on a ten inch fence post. Yeah. I believe and it. They had it rubbed down where it looked like an hourglass. That's where they were cool. rubbing at. Yeah. Right along the road. Huh. And I mean, these deer just tear these trees up. And we were there in a lockdown, like, second week of November. Mm-hmm. And just the amount of bucks you see standing out in the field with a deer. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm sure it'd be good, but maybe one day. Yeah, after a few years, you start making a little more money. Save up some. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what you just gotta do. You'd be like, okay, so in twenty twenty four, 
I'm going to go do this hunt. Yeah, got to plan start. it out. So you figure the tags all together is 600 some bucks. Maybe 650. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, how much do I have to set away per month Yeah. to do this? And then you figure gas and food and then equipment. Because you're going out there. If you go out there, it's got to be for the rut. In a sense, doing an out-of-state trip, if it's not the rut. Yeah, that would be pointless. That's your best chance. Unless yeah. you, like, have somebody out there that can look for you and do the scouting and stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But you just figure out how much you got to save per month to be able to afford that down the line. One day. One day. Somebody sponsor us and we can... Give us the money for it. We'll go do it. <laughs> give us the money. Give us the equipment. All that other stuff. Yeah, one day. We'll do it. We'll get there. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, come on. Have faith. I'd rather do a turkey trip. Start working long enough. Get more vacation time. We can do both. We could. Turkey would be at the top of my list. Or we do this enough, people would give us a bunch of money, and then we don't have to work anymore. Just watch our YouTube videos. Yeah, watch our YouTube videos. Yeah, people give us enough money. We make enough money. We all quit our jobs. Hunt full time. <laughs> That'd be insane. Oh, can you imagine? Making enough money for all three of us to quit. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Well, you'd have to hire people, too. Yeah. Because at, at that point, we're too big to be. Oh, yeah. Before we make enough money where we're able to quit our jobs, we're going to have to upgrade equipment. That and get people to film us so we can all be on the gun or the bow. Yeah. Or get, or no, we're not adding more people to the crew. I'm not no. splitting up money with yeah. more people. Three's good. Yeah. Yeah, videographers would be nice. The only bad thing about where you're working at now, being off Fridays and Saturdays, is you and Jimmy have no days <laughs> yeah. in common that you're off. We all well, work you're there. off Sundays, right? Yeah, but I don't hunt in West Virginia. Maybe next year we get you. We all that. have different schedules. You work Monday through Friday. I work Monday through Thursday. He works Monday or Tuesday through Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, as long as two of us have a day in common. Yeah. So like. Me and you Saturday, and me and Jimmy Sunday. Mm-hmm. We can get some hunting done and filming. Yeah. Plus, you know, we can do self-filming. It's hard. It's it's but tough, but it. it takes practice. Get We'll get better at it as we go. But when we do have someone, it turns out like Jimmy's video. Yeah. So go watch it again. Yeah. And again and again. <laughs> and like it and tell somebody, subscribe. If you've watched it and you haven't subscribed yet, what the hell are you doing? That could be the content you get every week if you just keep subscribing. Yeah. Give us enough money so we can do that full time. And you can get even more videos. We can do that full time. We can go to more states. We can buy more tags. You can you can subscribe and get that quality video, or you can not subscribe and get the Nick's turkey hunt video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or it's just me and my GoPro. Your choice. Yeah, if you guys don't subscribe, I'm going to keep posting more GoPro hunt videos. <laughs> I will I will say when I go pheasant hunting again we're going to do the GoPros on their head cuz it's all right to see it's, it doesn't look bad. No that that one video turned out pretty good. My camera was just messed up. It was like foggy but yours was clear. Yeah. And right, we we'll get better GoPros too. We got to get Jimmy a GoPro. We'll strap a we'll strap a GoPro on the dog. I think that would probably be the worst quality footage you've ever seen. It'd be pretty cool though. It would be cool but you wouldn't be able to tell what the heck's going on. <laughs> it'd be cool when the dog catches the bird. I think it'd be worth it to do it once. Yeah. That or even with rabbits. You could do it with rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, sunshine doesn't run as fast as Odin no. will. <laughs> no. I figure Odin, that thing will be Yeah, it'll be bouncing, bouncing up and down all over the place. You'd just be able to see, like, flashes of grass and skyline. <laughs> sunshine you just kind of see her it'd be wobbling back yeah. and forth because she i don't think she really runs no she's kind of got to sniff around but it's more i of think a, it'd be pretty cool it's more of a heavy jog yeah i would say but yeah that'd be cool i mean we can try it <laughs> just just once 
Unless it, it works out. If it turns out all right, we can do it again. Yeah. See, what we need to do is build like a harness to put on a dog and then get like one of those mounts that stabilizes it. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just tighten it down and won't if move. anybody's got a 3D printer and wants an idea. <laughs> Needs a new project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for fall hunting. I've shot turkey in the face, and I'm ready to shoot a deer in the chest. <laughs> I won't shoot the deer in the face. He could. I mean, he, he could. It wouldn't work too well with a bow. No, not at all. I mean, my arrows are heavy, but they're not quite that heavy. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun fall. Like I said, all three of us will be back now, so should we'll get more content. Hunt together a little bit. Yeah. Well, like I said, you guys are, you guys, are, I mean, we'd have to ask my grandpa, but I don't think he would mind taking some does out of there. I would, I would consider it. And then somebody, if you're listening, please give Hunter a bow. Left-handed. Left-handed bow. Yeah. Yeah, not right-handed. Then Get Hunter a regular man's bow so we can enter the bow hunting league and Hunter can look a hell of a lot cooler than he does with his crossbow. Never even I've taken my crossbow deer hunting like twice. So, see, then you get a regular bow, and then you can come when me and Jimmy are shooting in the summertime. You can come out and shoot with us. I could. We'll see. Got got some other things before that, but what's what I'm saying? Somebody just give you one. I guess it's possible. You never <laughs> know. Facebook Marketplace is a powerful thing. Yeah, I don't think you could sell bows on my Facebook Marketplace. I've seen. People will post guns and stuff for sale, but then it'll say, like, gun case for sale with a winky face. And yeah, it'll say, like, pew pew. Yeah. Something There's ways like around it. I'm yeah. sure you could find them. Yeah. But I sent you that Facebook group. Yeah. Where you, it's, it's not actually, like, a Facebook marketplace ad. But like, they'll just yeah, post they'll it post on it. there and say, you know, you got to put something on there. Yeah, where this, I'm in some golf groups like that. Yeah. But, yeah, we could get, we'll get you a bow. Don't worry. I can't have. I don't have any. I can donate to you. That's okay. I donated mine to Jimmy, but it's also right-handed, so it doesn't help you any. Yeah. I can't Jimmy, if you're listening to this, I expect it back at some point. You go get your own. <laughs> <coughs> Quit being poor and go get one. Whatever works. Yeah, I know, but that thing's gonna be a relic here before too long. Well, somebody, I, somebody tried to buy it off of him once already. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the guy he took it to to get it, get it restrung and everything, tried to buy it off of him. Hmm. Well. Yep. I think I we're st- we're over an hour. And I don't have anything else. Hopefully, I have a st- turkey story for us next week. Oh, hopefully, me too. Well, I think what we'll do for this week. This weekend, me and Jimmy will be up at camp. Oh, Jimmy's going too? Yeah, Jimmy's coming up Saturday. he's not concussed. Yeah. (laughs) Coming up Saturday night after he gets off of work. Uh, So, me and him, I'll take his stuff up to camp. Or you can record a podcast up there. There you go. That's good with me. (laughs) (laughs) You'd rather not talk into a microphone? I mean, I don't mind it, but... I just think about it just like we're having a conversation. I'm not not quite the social person, though, if if anyone... I'm me either. People listen to this says I can't believe you talk that long. It, it gets it gets easier as you do it. Yeah. I promise. And you know you're sitting here talking to your friends and it's yeah. you just think about it as if you're having a conversation. You're just holding something in front yeah. of your face. It's all good. It'll work out in the end. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. If not, we can you know just keep doing it. And nobody listen. <laughs> the filming this stuff is cool because even if nobody watches it yeah. we, we can go we back can go and back and look at it yeah but you're doing it at camp next week yeah we'll do it at camp next week unless you kill a turkey well okay so we'll do it at camp this weekend i won't have phone service so i won't be able to figure out if you well jimmy will be there so <laughs> jimmy you, will have phone service jimmy has phone service up there uh unless you kill a turkey then if you kill a turkey we'll record it we get back on monday we can record it like Tuesday, and then we'll just put it out the following week, or we'll put the camp story out the following week. That works for me. 
But if you don't kill a turkey, then we won't worry about it. I'm just record the following week. I probably won't kill a turkey, so. <laughs> you never know. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I don't think I'm going to run through my whole spiel about the contacts. You can find that in the description of this episode. Uh, email, Facebook, Instagram, And we've YouTube. already told you ten times to go subscribe, so if you haven't already, I yeah. guess we're not going to get you. Uh, <laughs> but as far as the podcast goes, ooh. I just peeked that. Huh? I just yelled too uh, loud. I peeked the microphone. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, if you do like the podcast, uh, please give us a rating, review. Give us a share if you see the posts on social media. Please share it. Uh, yeah, rating, review helps us show up further on the charts. You know, if somebody searches outdoor podcasts or, you know, hobbies, I think it's under hobbies and outdoors, whatever. Uh, we'll show up further the more you rate and review us and you know let us know what you think what we can change nobody's told us anything yet so uh except for those annoying fake instagram pages that say dm your posts here yeah (laughs) yeah that's about the only thing we get every once in a while we'll get someone comment on the instagram but uh yeah that's pretty much it i don't I lost my train of thought on my spiel at the end. That's okay. Uh, yeah, rate and review. Tell somebody. There we go. Tell somebody about it. If you can't share our Instagram post because you don't want to look like a weirdo sharing podcast episodes on Facebook or Instagram, just tell tell a buddy about it that likes to hunt. Uh, we like doing this. Uh, we would like to keep doing this. Uh we want to talk we want to we want to reach more people we think people would like us make it worth it yeah i already bought this stuff (laughs) i didn't buy it on a credit card so i'm not paying for it still uh i already got the stuff so we're gonna keep doing this but it'd be nice to reach more people with it uh yeah that's all i got thank you hunter you're welcome have a good one yep congratulations (laughs) And uh, as always, stay built for the outdoors.